to Legacy, a mom podcast. I am Tina. I'm here with Britt. Hi, Britt. Hello. We are all leaving a legacy. Have you thought about yours? That's what we're all about here at Legacy. And we're glad you're here with us today. So what's going on, Britt, with your day? Well, I have some news for you. Very exciting news. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) That'd be something to announce on the podcast now, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Don't don't get excited about that one. I don't think that's going to happen. I'm sorry. (laughs) You just have to wait for one of your other uh, children. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so now anything else you have to say after that, it's not going to be, it's just going to be wah, wah, wah. It's, it's really not that exciting, but it's so exciting for me. We are getting new babies, but they're baby chickens, and they uh, were just shipped today, and I'm uh, very excited. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I'm excited, because they're the chickens that I've been dying to have, because they're silky chickens, so oh, they're like the little, word. tiny, fuzzy thing. <laughs> are you, are you going to get the little overall pantaloons for them to wear around in the chicken coop? Yeah, right. They basically have like pants on because they have like bell-bottom looking feet because their fur is all over their feet. They're so cute. We're getting three of them. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you. What color are they? Um, We got one white one, one like tan. It's like a buff color. Uh-huh. And then one is called a splash. So it's like a mix of the colors, mix of really like uh, gray and white, kind of like a blue tone too. It's oh. really- so I am going to have little chicken grandchickens, <laughs> I guess you're calling. <laughs> you can come visit my chickens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So today, what we wanted to talk about, Britt and I talk a lot about quiet time with God, and I thought, you know what, we really need to just, let's spend an episode unpacking, like, what is quiet time? Why do we need quiet time? And how in the world, as a mom of young kids, do we even get quiet time? So let's start Mm -hmm. off for what is quiet time? So I would say, basically, Quiet time is you spending time alone with God to develop your relationship with him. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, with your friends or your husband, you spend time with, with right. them to get to know them and and grow in your relationship. Because with God, knowledge of God is relational. And that's what it was mm-hmm. in the Garden of Eden. He made knowledge relational. And without a relationship with God, we're not going to have knowledge of God. We're going to know about God or something about God, but we won't have an intimate relationship with him. That's what right. I think that and quiet he won't. time is. He's not going to sit on the throne of your heart and he's not going to be Lord of your life. No, no, because it has to be priority. So this kind yeah. of falls in line, so in line with what we talked about last week with priorities. We need priorities in our lives. And so yeah. God, God has to be our number one priority because anything that's yeah. a, a priority over God has become an idol in our lives. Right, and right. I know as a young mom, for me personally, you guys were my idol. You were number mm-hmm. one. I did, yeah. you know, I put God aside. I put my husband aside and you guys were number one. And that's not, that's going to create a big hot mess. Oh, so yeah. there is some, you know, as far as, having a quiet time, having a quiet time isn't a question. 
Right. You have you have to have quiet time. And mm-hmm. I I believe it needs to be daily. I mean, when I look, yes. I think Jesus was our perfect example about what quiet time was. And that's he pulled away from the crowds. Now think about that. He had crowds mm-hmm. of people, long lines of people who were waiting to be healed by him. And he healed so many, but he walked away from the crowds to go spend time with his father. So he didn't even put those people who needed healing and stuff ahead of his relationship with his father. He would retreat. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. Like that, it just and that kind of like makes me think like how many times we are so engulfed in even for example ministry and the work that we're doing there and rather than being like Jesus and stepping back from that to have our quiet time like we are just like gunning for ministry and then you're 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 not again coming discipling and ministering and teaching out of a place of overflow, then you just become burnt out and it's a place of not full. You, you think, can't. If you think about that in the context of your home, right? Because our marriages mm-hmm. are actually a model for what our relationship with Christ should be or, or Christ's yeah. relationship with the church. And mm-hmm. so if I'm constantly doing the dishes, cleaning the floors, doing the laundry, yeah. doing all that. But I never talk to my husband. Yeah, it, It's the same with Jesus. If I'm always doing, 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 but never taking the time to talk to him, then I really don't have a relationship with him. I'm just doing things right. for him. And honestly, right. with like with your husband, he can pay people to do that. Yeah. You know, I'm. we don't. Yeah. And don't let group um bible studies and small groups replace that quiet time with the lord because think about it this way when you are hanging out with a group of your friends say there's like three or four of you and you're all chatting and and spending time with one another are you really connecting on a deeper level with each person individually no you do that by spending one-on-one time with that person. Mm. So then you kind of pull away from maybe a group and to get to know someone deeper and more intimately, you you just do face-to-face with each other. So yeah. it's the same thing with God. Like when we're in that group setting and not to say that that's not important, it is, but don't let it replace that time because when we're all in it together you're still not sitting with Jesus and really listening to the voice of God. Yeah. Yeah. I have a perfect example of that. Yesterday, we started this thing here where we, I mean, down South, I guess the big thing is, is everybody goes out to dinner after church or after they go to lunch after church. Mm, yeah. And, you know, we've been going out to lunch and different people would go with us or whatever, but it's so expensive to do that now. So I decided, you know what, we're going to do after church Sunday lunch at our house. I'll make a main thing and everybody can bring stuff to share. And yesterday was the first time we did that. And as a group, we were all having this big conversation about something, but I was sitting next to another woman and her and I engaged in conversation and I got Mm -hmm. to know her better because we had one-on-one time. And had I not taken that time to what you were talking about, I I wouldn't have gotten to know her any better. Mm -hmm. That, it, yeah. you know, having that one-on-one time. And so I I feel like so many times I hear moms say, like, I feel so distant from God or things feel so far away. And I just don't feel like, you know, he's here with me or anything. Well, 
you know, you've heard the thing, well, guess who moved, right? You know, mm -hmm. and it really goes back to what we were talking about last week. That if we're too busy to mm -hmm. have a relationship with God, we're too busy. Because yeah, that exactly. has got to be our number one priority because everything we do as a mom and a wife flow out of that. And yeah. that that's why it's so incredibly important that, you know, we mm -hmm. follow Jesus's model to spend time with the father yeah. and time talking to him. And, you know, you and I were talking about this before we came on that it's going to look different for all of us. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's it's being intentional to set up that spot. You know, yeah. I have a spot in my home where I always go to spend mm -hmm. time with the Lord. And and I want to encourage you guys, if you don't have that spot, like a chair, I call it my war chair. Some people have a war room. They have a closet they cleaned out and that's where they go. And they have sticky notes of prayer requests on the wall and stuff like that. And I think that's awesome. You know, it comes from yeah. that movie war room. but um be intentional to set up that space because, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like you guys always knew I had my quiet time. You knew where I did that. I had my Bible yeah. open and, you know, I would put my Bible on the counter so it was open. Mm -hmm. So when I was in the kitchen, I could, you know, read the word of God, take like two minutes just to read a passage or something. And yeah. then, you know, really kind of be intentional to listen for God's voice and what he's speaking to me about those yeah. things. But we're not going to hear God's voice in the hubbub of the day. No, it, no. We have to be still. And I think that's why it yeah. says in the in the word, be still and know that I am God. Because if we're not still, we don't get to know who he is. Right. And, and if, if you're listening and you're in a busy season of life and you have like a lot of young kids or whatever that may look like. And you're like, how do I incorporate a quiet time? Like I can't even like fathom quiet time in my life right now. Right. You know, and I know there's a lot, a lot of moms in that boat right now. I would encourage you to just sit down and take a couple minutes to ask God, what is that going to look like for your life? And where can I incorporate that? Ask him to show you because he will. And it might not be what you think. It might not be a specific place in your house. It might be, I don't know, in a car or somewhere else or being removed from your home. Because I know some people have to do that. They literally have to drive away and get out of their house. Um, but just, an, oh, <laughs> This is cool. I actually just sparked another thought. I had a friend and they make these now. This is crazy. When I was at MomCon, um, we were at a, a booth with a bunch of books and there was a book of devotions for the car line. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Like how cool is that? Like, yeah. Maybe your quiet time. Maybe maybe you have like 10 extra minutes, five extra minutes to leave your house early to go sit in the car line and spend like a little bit longer in that line and, and open up a devotional or your car, whatever that was called, like a rider car line devotional, which is really cool. Ask the Lord to show you what that looks like for your life. Yeah. Yeah. And he will, he will show you that. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think we've covered why yeah, we've covered what it is, what a quiet time is. And, 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 you know, now we're kind of going down that road of how do we even accomplish this in our lives? And, you know, I want to go back to the why, and because it's important. And I yeah, think, I, yeah, I have a few things to say about that. 
Yeah, because I I think if we don't accept that example for our children, that it's important to us, it won't be important to them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even now, like my girls, like they, there's so many times that they catch me in my Bible, even if, so for me personally, personally, my quiet time is in the morning, first thing. I'm I'm able to do that right now. So that's what I do. Uh Um. And then throughout the day, if I like have a couple of minutes and the girls are playing nicely or doing whatever, if I have a couple of minutes, I go and I pick up my Bible and I read it. And sometimes the girls will come back to the room, you know, because you leave for 30 seconds and naturally your kids are like, mommy, like, <laughs> I've been gone 30 seconds. <laughs> Crazy. Where are you? I know. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I've ducked behind my bed <laughs> just to get like a little extra minute with God. <laughs> That's like, you funny. do what you got to do. I've literally laid on the floor, <laughs> the side of my bed where they can't see me. Because they're going to, they're fine. They're going to be okay. Yeah, it's not like they're yeah. in trouble. But like, That's yeah, really funny. funny. But like, <laughs> they'll come in my room and see me in my Bible. And so many times Madden will, she won't say anything. She'll just see me in my Bible and she'll run to her room and grab hers and bring it in and sit next to me. And uh-huh. then that's just so cool because I get to sit there with her. And even if I just like, just sit and I mean, at that point, I'm distracted because I'm watching my child. And even just to like have her like know that that's important and to spend that time with her, it's just so cool. But yeah, it's when you model that for your children, they they're going to pick up on that. You do. And and we all talk about this. And I hear older moms, you know, a lot of times I wish my kids would spend time with the Lord. And, you know, I just, I want to, and some of those moms did, I'm not saying it's going to be a a foolproof, whatever, you know, but sometimes Mm -hmm. I just don't think kids had that example growing up. And I will, I'm going to be honest in the season of life. I am my, my quiet time with God is far more consistent and regular than it was when you guys were growing up. And I felt like as soon as I got a nice routine down, then you guys changed up your routines and then my routine was changed. And so it was right. that ebb and flow of it. But I, mm-hmm. what I'm hearing from you is, is that you're very intentional instead of yeah. jumping on your phone and scrolling when the girls are yeah. quiet, you go grab your Bible and scroll yeah. through your Bible, you know? And I, mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's the difference. We're so distracted. There are, we have far more time to be in the word of God than what we actually realize. You know, look at, you know, when I look at my, I've said this before on the podcast, you know, you look at your time spent, if you get those reports every Sunday, you look at your time spent in on your phone for the week, you Mm -hmm. know, a day. And some of us would be at like up to five to eight hours on our phones. And I'm like, dude, if you've got that much time to spend on your phone, then you've got at least 30 minutes that you could spend throughout the day. And so being Mm -hmm. intentional and I, you know what, I'm going to highly encourage you guys do not think spending time on your phone in your Bible app is time in the Bible. Go get your paper Bible and read it. Yeah. I started out this year reading the New Testament in chronological order Mm -hmm. and it's been so fun. Yeah. Maybe even, you know, you know, leaving, getting one of those. I know I have a travel Bible and you do like just a smaller Bible. Yeah. Even if just you leave that in your car, maybe you yeah. are out running errands and before you run in the store or after you have like an extra five minutes or whatever, 10 minutes to just sit and open your Bible. 
that's a yeah. I mean, it's a great place to keep one. I found Go a ahead. little one. I was just going to say, I found a cute little one um, that I actually put in the door pocket of my car now. Yeah. So if I'm yeah. sitting somewhere, if I go somewhere and need my Bible, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's just handy. I think I paid a dollar for it at the Habitat store and it's it's mm -hmm. brand new. I think what I've learned is, and especially living in the world that we live in today, where it is just, I mean, there's so much information that you're bombarded with every day and so much going on and so much that we know that we really weren't created to know and be capable of withstanding all of this information coming at us. It's really important that we stay so laser focused on Jesus because the less time that you spend with him, the more you're going to lead with your feelings and lean on your own understanding. And I know I've personally been there. Mm -hmm. If yeah. if I start to veer off, then my feelings step in and I'm like, oh, this is how I feel and this is what I believe. This is what I'm hearing. So this is and you it, it's it's you will be walking independently of Christ eventually. And that's a that's a really dangerous place to be. We're not truly going to recognize God's quiet, still voice when we're unplugged from him. The world is so loud. Everything that's loud. going on is so loud. There's so mm -hmm. much noise. So our focus is crucial. You know, mm -hmm. we're we're also going to be unable to really discern the lies of the enemy. And we we set ourselves up for for failure in that in that area because if we're not in the truth every day, how are we going to spot those lies? That's right. Um, it's, he's it's very so crafty. The enemy is very, very, very crafty. So we really need focus <laughs> here. And the other thing that I've realized is that when we remain unplugged from God and we don't aren't intentional with that time with him, we begin to look more like the world and less like Christ, which yeah. is exactly yeah. what we're not supposed to be doing right here. exactly and it, it's it reminds it like there's an analogy that i think of is that a light bulb cannot illuminate light when it's not plugged into the source so how can we as christians live as the light of the world when we remain unplugged from the source which is yeah. jesus yeah you know yeah it's the whole idea about him being the vine and we're the branches and yeah. we need to stay plugged into that vine because if we don't i mean what happens if you go out and you prune stuff off the vine it mm -hmm. dies and well, spir yeah. spiritually we we're not as strong as we need to be and the enemy does deceive us when we're not mm -hmm. spending time in the word it's so much easier oh, yeah. i loved what you said about if i'm not spending time in the word and in my relationship with god i tend to walk more by my feelings Mm -hmm. than I do by the truth in which I, you know, just read in the word of yeah. God and, and grown in it. And, I, I, you know, I think it has to be as we're, you know, coming down to the end of the podcast here, it has to be number one, you have to decide that you're going to do this. And, yeah. and I think that's where it starts. It starts with our will. It you know, does 100%. Yeah. And we're so strong willed in 
if we don't want to do something, we're going to make every excuse in the book not to. Every excuse, yes. Yeah. And and this has to be our number one priority. It has to be a yeah. priority in our lives. We have to be intentional. And so, you know, number one in, in doing this, you have to decide, do I really want to do this or not? And maybe your answer to that is, no, maybe I don't. Then yeah. your prayer needs to be, Lord, make me willing. Mm -hmm. Make me willing to be willing sometimes. Yeah. I remember praying that prayer in my life for different yeah. things, like make me willing to be willing. And then mm -hmm. once you've put the stake in the ground and you're like, okay, I see how important this is and I am going to choose to do this every single day. Lord, yeah. show me, help me to figure this out. Because I know like I was just talking to somebody recently who has a uh, special needs child and that child mm -hmm. is all 110 percent from the minute their eyes open till the time they go to bed at night and that mom is so yeah. busy all day long yeah and yeah. that might be one of those situations where you say you know what i'm gonna take the car or i'm gonna go out in the yard when your husband gets home go out on wherever you have a quiet spot maybe you lock mm -hmm. yourself in your bedroom or yeah. a bathroom even you know but I'm going to make this a priority, whatever that looks yeah. like to you. Sometimes having like a little crate with a Bible in it and a notebook and some tissues and some pens and, and highlighters and maybe a devotion in there, something that maybe you can pick up and carry with you, a bag or whatever with those quiet time supplies in there. And then, you know, over at Raising Kids on Your Knees, we have prayer sheets that are free to whoever's on my subscriber list and you can have a prayer sheet that has a prayer for your kids and a, a it has a verse every day and a prayer for your kids we're praying the word of god over our kids i want to highly recommend that you go over there and get linked up on the subscriber list so that you have that as a prayer tool as something a launching pad even i i use it in my quiet time those prayer sheets mm -hmm. and you know i'll write out the verse and i'll read it in scripture and I'll read the mm -hmm. whole chapter. So I'm reading that verse in context. And then I write out those prayers for my kids in my journal. And that journal keeps me focused. If yeah. I don't have my journal, I'm like all over the place. Or, mm -hmm. you know, you know how it is when you bow your head to pray and then like 150 million <laughs> other things come into your head. Sorry, I mean, God, I just got distracted by I my know. own thoughts. Where exactly. was I? Because if you understand a woman's brain is like spaghetti oh. <laughs> and everything touches everything and we're always off on a funny trail. I have 20 years worth of journals. Sorry, Britt. They're going to be here when I die. But I have all these journals that, you know, that have kept me focused on what to pray for. You know, and like yeah. on a on Mondays, I'll pray for the marriages in our family or for those who aren't married, for their future spouses, for the kids, for their future spouses, right? Tuesdays, I, maybe I just do regular pray for everybody, you know, but Thursdays, maybe I go down through the list of everybody in the family and just be thankful. What can I be thankful for that person for? There's strategies. And I think that's the other thing. We must come up with a strategy. Jesus had strategies. He, he yeah. had determined, this is what I'm going to do. And mm -hmm. when I know my father's calling me, I'm splitting, I'm splitsville. I'm, I'm leaving yeah. the people that I'm serving. I'm leaving my disciples who, mm -hmm. you know, that I'm walking with and I'm going to spend time alone with the father and be intentional to that. So can I, I just guess, re remind, remind everybody too, 
that if you're feeling, you know, you, you, you've lost your peace and your joy because this world is crazy, then you need to plug back into that source of peace and joy and love yeah. and all of the things. He is that source. So, you know, maybe check that area first yeah. if you're feeling that way because it you you can you can have that you just have to find it in the source you have to be intentional yeah and that's what we're talking about be intentional and i want to encourage you guys to do that that needs to be your number one priority however that looks mm -hmm. if you want to contact brit and i you can slide into our dms over on instagram and ask us questions about yeah. that um, because it really is the life source of our lives as believers in Christ. It yeah. is our source of life. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord Jesus, for this time. Thank you for our friends. Lord, I pray that as you talk to them about this whole quiet time, call them, woo them, show them how important it is to spend time with you on a daily basis. Lord, to surrender their lives to you and their will to you, Lord Jesus. If they're not willing, I pray that you would make them willing. I pray that, Lord God, whatever excuse just ran through their head, that, Lord Jesus, they would put that to death, that that is a lie from the enemy, that they don't have time to spend with you. We all have time. It's just a matter of how we prioritize that time. Lord, I thank you that you love us, that you desire a personal, intimate, vibrant relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.